listening to the Egypt Pentecostal broadcast. We pray that something is said in song or message uh, that is a blessing to you. Our church times are 6 o'clock Sunday evening and 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Our motto is, if you're looking for a church, we're looking for you. God bless you. Every heartache, every trial, I do it all again To get to where I'm going and to stand here where I am I'm running for the finish line, but should I have to crawl On my knees I claim the victory, shouting it is worth it all I see the lights before me with a price and and be not ye the servants of men brethren let every man wherein he is called therein abide in God let us pray Lord we love you we thank you we thank you for your callings on our lives we thank you for the gifts that you bestow upon us uh, we thank you for the the many times you've helped us and showed us ways and uh, just been the big the big the big God that you are tonight God Help us in our walk with you. Help us in our witness with you. Help us in everything that we do outside of this church, God. And let's do the best that we can inside this church, Lord. Lead us as a church uh, to a closer walk. Lead us to a church as uh, the Bible says that those that hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Give us a hunger at Egypt, Lord. Make us thirsty at Egypt, Lord, that... Uh, We'll have a hunger and a thirst like we've never had before to serve you most of all, Lord. But number one, to seek and to save that which is lost. Help them to, leave, to point uh, our lives would some way point the lost people to Calvary that they would be saved. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. I want to talk tonight about being abiding in your calling. And I uh, got to looking at different things. And I'm going to read a little bit, of course, we'll, you can see a whole lot of that. How that Jonah fled or fleed, I guess, to Tarshish, uh, and you can see that scripture. and uh, And I believe in whatever we do, and 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 I and I, you know, I, I, there's different callings. I mean, I mean, knows that. I mean, the Bible says there's some apostles, or some prophets, or some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. Is what the Bible says. It says the gifts and callings of God are called without repentance. That's what the Bible says in Romans, I think, eleven and twenty nine. I was reading that the other day. Uh, and I was looking at that, but a lot of times I know how I was when I was called to preach. And don't get me wrong; they're, they're, just because you're not a preacher, you can't you can't you can still be used of God. You may never be, you may never step behind a pulpit, stand behind a pulpit, or anything like that. But there's still callings on your life that God can use you in this world. Amen. I believe that. Amen. Whether you're a teacher, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a prophet, apostles, or even helps, the Bible calls it helps. Amen. There, there, there's helps in the Bible. Uh, and I like to be a help, if anything, amen, if, with anybody. But I was looking at Jonah and what he was doing. He was running from where God had told him to go. Let me just read some of that. It says, Now the Lord of the Lord came to Jonah uh, and the son of Amittai, saying, Go to Nineveh, where thy great city, where thou Christ, with their wickedness, is come upon them before me. And Jonah arose and flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa and he bought a ship going to Tarshish going to be paid, paid, paid the fire therefore and went down into the ship to go into the Tarshish from, from the presence of the Lord. 
Uh, and, and I can kind of, and, and, and I can relate that to myself. Can I say that? And I may, I may preach about myself or talk about myself in this, in what I'm talking about tonight. But I'm glad the Lord is patient with us. Can I get an amen? Uh, for, for, my, for my account anyway, and for your account anyway, I, I, I'm slow about doing things. I mean, I'm slow. I want to make sure that everything is, I want to make sure it's him. I don't want to jump into anything uh, and get in the middle of it and found out here I am in the middle of this, and this ain't what I'm supposed to be doing. Can I get an amen on that? Uh, and I like what it says. The Bible says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering, amen, toward us, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance, amen. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind, amen. It says, to flee from youthful lust, but also righteousness, faith, charity, peace, with all call on the Lord out of what? Of a pure heart, amen. And and, and, and we see that a lot, and I see it a lot, and, and I'm not, I'm not, I, I've never called anybody to do anything, amen. It's always been the Lord, amen. But that's what I, when I, when I was, when I was, uh, uh, I, I, I pick on lies sometimes, telling me, he might be a preacher someday. Now, maybe I shouldn't do that, amen, because that, that kind of pressures people into thinking that's what they need to be doing, amen. I feel guilty of that, amen. Uh, and a lot of times I've seen it in churches, and you've seen it in churches. We've seen people that get pressured into something that they're not called to do. Can I get an amen on that? Uh, and and, and, I, and when, when they do that, and they'll, they, they want to serve the Lord. I believe the heart is pure, like I read right there. They're sincere. Their desire is to serve the Lord, to seek you, the, to put the Lord first, and go out into the highways, the hedges, uh, and just compel people to come in. And that is a good way to be, amen. But uh, but you know what? And, and I've seen people that get right in the middle of something, but... But when I when 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 I was being called to preach, Amen. I I remembered. I think it was about three or four years before I ever really stepped out because I would feel the urge at times and I would back up. I'd get cold. I'd want to run to. Uh, I want to flee to Tarshish. If you want to say it that way, I would. I would just. I, I didn't want any part of the responsibility of it. You know what I'm talking about, you guys. It's preached. Uh, and if you've pastored, I know Brother Fox has pastored. I don't think anybody else has pastored in here or not. Uh, but that's even a bigger responsibility, Amen. Because when I seen my life and, and I got to look at what was going on here with Jonah in his life and he was running uh, and, he, and he jumped on this ship and I'll try to go through this as quick as I can tonight uh, but he was out of place. He was in a mess if you want to go ahead and say it that way. Uh, he was not where he was supposed to be. Amen. Uh, and all of a sudden the, the Lord sent a great storm and all of a sudden the storm uh, uh, was, was going all this and I'm trying to get through this the, the quickest way that I can to get to where I want to talk about tonight. Uh, but they got to look and the Bible says the wind was great and the sea was great and it was broke and the Bible goes on and says the mariners were afraid and cried out every man unto God he says cast forth the waves we're in the ship of the sea and lighten it up we're getting to get everything off the boat where we can lighten this up and all of a sudden they found out where Jonah was at the man that caused all the trouble to start with amen he was fast asleep the Bible says they called him old sleeper amen and the Bible goes on to say that that every one of his fellow came out and they cast lots and the, and the, and the Bible says is for those that caused the evil that fell upon us, uh, they cast lots, and the Bible says it fell, of course, upon Jonah. Here's what I want to talk about tonight. And they said unto him, Tell us, we pray thee, for whom thou causedst evil upon. What is thy occupation, and where comest thou that thou be in this country, and the people art thou? And he said unto them, I said, I'm a Hebrew. He said, I fear God, the God of heaven, uh, which has made the sea and the dry land. Uh, and the men were exceedingly afraid, and said one another, Why hast thou done this? For men, for the men knew that they fled from the 
presence of the Lord because he had told them. And I stopped there and I looked at what all the trouble that the, that Jonah was causing these people. I mean, all the chaos and all the, the storms and all this, their life was in danger if you want to go ahead and look at it that way. And I looked at the mess and the trouble that he was in because he was not in the right place. I mean, he was not where God had called him and put him to be. He wanted to be where Jonah wanted to be, amen. And I look back on my life, I mean, and I'll talk some more about different things here, but I got the Bible says to lay aside every weight and sin. Let me believe that tonight. It says, therefore, being so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which do us so easy to set us, and let us run the race with the patience that is spent before us, looking what unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, whom the joy has been set before him, that he endured the cross, despising the shame, and he sat down on the right hand of the Father on the throne of God. Amen. And a lot of times when we do that, and there was things in my life that I didn't want to give up. Can I say that? Not, not that there was things that was uh, maybe really wrong, or maybe it was sin, but they was hindering me. And I know there was things when God was calling me to preach or telling me to do this or telling me that, and maybe he's telling somebody, I'm not, I'm not up here trying to push somebody into preaching. So I don't think I'm up here trying to say that tonight. But I'm just saying there's a purpose for your, for the, you're not saved to be satisfied and sitting in a seat. Can I go ahead and say that right now tonight? And I'm not saying you got to preach. I'm not saying you got to teach. But I'm just saying there's a job for you to do in the kingdom of God. Amen. But if you're like me, you're a little bit hesitant about stepping out of the boat. Amen. You're a little bit hesitant about stepping out, especially doing something, especially if you're young. Can I say it that way? If you're a young Christian and you're eager and you got a desire and you got that pure heart and you got everything the way that you want it to be and you want to serve the Lord and you and you, and you want to fail him, but yet there's still that little bit of lack of faith. Amen. And sometimes we just have to step out of the boat onto the water and just trust God's going to see us through it. Amen. But a lot of times in my life when you're like me, amen, I would, there was different times and different times I'd have people prophesy to me. People tell me this. Had one lady come to me and told me they'd be lines and lines and lines of people that would be saved under the pre, under me preaching. I guess there's been a few. I'm not sure. But anyway, that's not what I didn't want to come to nothing. But I, I remember back in my mind, and, if, and, and I seen what I was going through. I seen the, the battle that I was going through. But I'm just saying, I, 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 I was stuck. That's what I'm trying to say. I was stuck in a position that I wanted to serve the Lord. Amen. I wanted to do the right thing, but I didn't want to fail. I'd rather fight. And then Chris Davidson told me one time, he said, I'd rather try and fail serving the Lord is to never try at all. Amen. And, and that always stuck with me. We're going to fail along this way. Amen. Like like the little uh, uh, Flannery boy sayings, I've got all this going on. I'm a Christian. I'm saved. I'm born again. I got stickers on my vehicles. I got a Bible on my arm. But sometimes I fail. Amen. Sometimes I hurt. Sometimes I cry. I'm not perfect. Amen. We, we, we may look like men and women of steel out here on the outer appearance because we hold it all in. But there is times I promise you, when you're alone at home, that that tough man or that tough woman image, you just you just bow your head and you can't do nothing but cry, amen. And that ain't what I've come to talk about tonight. But I got to look at what Jonah was going on here. He was running from the Lord and he was hurting the people around him, amen. He was hurting all those that was on the ship because he was running and disobedient, amen. And I got to looking back on my life when I can't never get to what I want to talk to. Not that'd be all right anyway. But I got to looking at the many times that I turned him away and I would put this in front of him and I would put that in front of him. It's almost like I was running, amen. 
in. And all of a sudden, when this was going on and that was going on, and maybe if I'd have stepped out sooner, some of the things in my life might not have turned out the way that it did. I don't know. I, I, I can't go back and do that. But I, I realized because of my running, amen, because of my disobedience, because that I wasn't willing just to trust God and step out and preach his word, people around me started hurting, amen. People around me, different things went on in my life, and I won't go into all that stuff. But I, but I, but I looked at what I was going on, so it did happen just, I guess, in this past year. And it was come back to my mind as I was coming over to church here this day that I, that I started to run from Egypt. Can I go ahead and say it that way? I started to run in my direction. I wanted to go off and maybe evangelize or maybe be a teacher, an apostle, or something like that. But you know what? That wasn't what God wanted me to do because I seen, I seen how you all responded. Amen. That's what I'm trying to say. I was sitting up here in one of the worst spots in my life when I was trying to resign and get out of being the pastor of this church knowing that God had called me to this position. Amen. And told me what I needed to be. But I seen through my disobedience to I was trying to run and get out of the position. Get out of all the weight, all the, all the heaviness of being a pastor. I, I thought, man, I'll just go up here and I'll preach here and I'll preach there. And people did call for me to preach here and there when they found out that, that I, I, I guess I ever did not miss a service when I did step down or whatever I did, amen. But I, but I, but I was standing behind this pulpit and I was comparing myself to Jonah. Now that's what I was doing. I was trying to get out of where God wanted me to be. And you'll never be satisfied, amen. You may run off. You may, you may jump on a ship. You may jump out and a fish may swallow you up. You may, you may lay in the belly of hell, the Bible says there, for three days and three nights. And he compares that, I guess, to his to Jesus. Amen. You can read the Bible. It's in the book of Matthew 12 and 39. He said, he answered and said, and said, evil and adulterous generation seeketh for a sign. It said, there'll be no sign given but the sign of the prophet Jonas. This is in the New Testament now. It says, for Jonas was in three days and three nights in the whale's belly, and so shall the son of me, son of man be in three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And we know that is our Savior, Jesus Christ. I thought that was funny how they compared the same thing to that. Rather, there's a story in behind that, but I won't go into that tonight. But I remember the time that I was standing up here, and maybe that's something in your life that God has called you to do or told you to do. You don't have to be a preacher, amen. You don't have to be a singer, but there's something that you know that you need to be doing, and you're not doing it, amen. And if you know what, if you'll keep right on going and running and fleeing from the direction that you're going, if you're not careful, the people around you will start paying for your running. Can I go ahead and say it that way? It's better to step out and believe God and trust God like like. But I seen as I stood up here and I tried to resign from this church this past year. Oh, it was like a funeral service, amen. I'd never seen so much crying. I believe you could have laid me out here and you wouldn't have cried any worse, amen. And I was still alive. But I looked at what I was doing. I was trying to get away from what God had told me to do, knowing what I had to do, amen. But I still rebelled. I didn't want anything to do with it, amen. And you know what? I seen the hurt go across the crowd. I seen the tears of wailing and the moaning and the suffering, amen. And that was the same thing that was going on here with Brother Jonah. All of his stuff was caving in on him. The storm was caving in on him. All the other mariners on the boat, they were suffering the same way that he was. They was in pain. They was in torture. They was wet. They was drowning. And all of a sudden they drew 
The Bible says uh, they went ahead uh, and they drew lots, amen, uh, and it fell upon Lot, it fell upon Jonas, amen, uh, and all of a sudden uh, they threw him overboard, uh, and all of a sudden this big fish or whale or whatever you want to call it, uh, it swam by, uh, and I like what it said, uh, said a great fish come by, uh, and he swallowed up Jonah, uh, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days uh, and three nights, uh, and I like what Jonah said, uh, he said, Jonah prayed uh, unto the Lord, amen, uh, and I'm saying tonight before you ever step out uh, to do anything for the Lord. Uh, don't you ever let anybody try to talk you into it. Uh, you and God better work it out. Amen. Uh, you don't need to step out because uh, somebody comes up uh, and prophesies to you uh, or tells you this or tells you that. Uh, and don't get me wrong. Uh, there's, a, there's somebody that can really tell you that uh, and help you with that. Uh, but I've seen a lot of hurt come out of that. Amen. Uh, pushing young people out. Uh, pushing people out to do this and do that. Uh, and that was not what they was called to do and if you ain't careful you'll put them in a position that you'll think they're going to go out and preach and win the world amen and all of a sudden the people around them will start suffering the same way because they're not in the center of God's will amen they're not where they need to be I'm not up here telling anybody that's up to you to figure out the Bible says you got to work out your own salvation and like brother Fox said here the other night we got to know them that labor among us amen we got to know what we're dealing with amen but I'm saying tonight we need to be careful we need to pray and fast and ask for the perfect will of God how many wants the perfect will of God in their life amen I'm saying if we ain't careful and we miss where God wants us to be the people around us will suffer the same way that we heal I've seen singers amen that was and I know was called to sing can I get an amen on that they could sing the roof off but all of a sudden they decided they's going to preach amen and they wouldn't call to preach a bit more than I'm standing up here than anybody else is, amen. But I'm just saying, they went from where God was anointing them and using them and talking to them. You know what? You've been a many people won to the Lord by singing a song. Can I get an amen on that? You don't have to get up here and quote John 3:16 and spit and slobber like some of us do, amen. But I've seen a lot of people that has tried to sing and step over into the pulpits, amen, and try to preach, and they fall flat on on their face, amen. Can I get an amen? I've seen it vice versa. I've seen them try to preach and step behind that microphone and sing Linda Gibson songs. It don't work, honey. If you don't have the anointing, amen, you'll be able to know it because there'll be an anointing with whatever you do and God will use you and he'll anoint you and he will He will bless you. Can I get ahead of that? He will use you in a mighty way. I'm just saying tonight that we need to, to abide in our calling, amen, to abide where God has placed you and put you and allowed you to be, amen, and do it the very best with a pure heart as long as you can or able. I'm not up here, I'm just thinking, preacher, you're trying to get more preacher. I'm trying to help you. Amen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Can I get an amen on that? Many are called, but few are chosen. Come on. Well, preacher, I want to do this. I want to go I want to go into the mission field. Maybe you are. Maybe that's your calling. But you know what? We ought to start off right here. Come on. Before we go into India and Haiti and Africa and Iran and Iraq and Baghdad and all this stuff that's going on over there, let's go down Smith Road. Come on. Let's go to Tyner. Let's go to Clay County. 
Come on, we pick up trash, and there's many, many houses just here. And like she said, we're living in perilous times. We're living in the last days. And you know what? We ain't got that big a church, but you get to asking around. Ain't nobody else got too big a one either, amen. Even the big churches are dwindling away, amen. I'm sending out. There's room for everybody, amen. Just because you ain't pastor a church, just because you ain't evangelist, that don't mean that God can't use you. This man teaches and goes to the jail, amen, all the time. Rusty is in the highways. He's a preacher, and he's in the highways and the hedges. But you know what? I believe he's in his calling because he goes to the worst of the worst, amen, and tells them about the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. Brother Fox is up and down in Sand Lick Dry Fork, up and down in there where God is using him and taking him into Clay County now in different places. And you know what? You know how you'll know you're in the center of God's will? He'll bless it when you go, amen. He'll use you when you go. He'll give you the very thing to say when you go, amen. So I'm saying tonight, let's let's stop hurting the people around us. I've seen people that wanted to preach. I'd run and I'd run, run and run. I'm not... I'm not prophesying to it, but I'm telling you, if you can get out of it, get out of it, amen. And if you're a preacher and you're not a pastor, run and run and run, amen. Go a little bit further and run and run away. But I'm just saying, if that is what he's called you to do, you can run, but you can't hide. You can run everywhere you want to run. You can get in the belly of the whale, amen. You can go here and you can go there, but if that is the calling upon your life, like I said there just a minute ago, his gifts and callings are without repentance, amen. You can't. I know it's talking about Israel now. I don't want to go into all that. But I'm just saying, abide where God has allowed you and used you, and do the very best that you can. Don't get out of the center of God's will. Have you ever been there? Raise your hands. Everybody has. Come on. Can I talk? We ain't on the radio anymore. I can say what I want. I was talking to a guy the other day. And when you're doing something, and you're doing the, this was a youth leader. Can I go ahead and say that? He was a youth leader, and he'd done it. He drove the bus, and he'd called the kids in. And he'd make Kool-Aid, and he'd make cookies, and he'd prepare his lesson on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings and whenever they had Sunday school for the kids. But there's always a group of people that thinks that it should be done this way. Well, it should be done this way. Come on. Well, he's, he's doing okay, but, but we need to add this to it or, or take this away from it or something like that. Well, you know what he done. He done it for several years. I won't say where he's at because you know who he is. Well, he said, all right, I'll let you do it. So how long do they last at doing it? About two weeks. That's about all they can stand, and they resign. So there they are without a youth leader and one they've had in there for years that was was running and going and doing everything that he can. But there's always going to be a group over there that says they're going to murmur, they're going to complain. We can always do this. We can always do that. This ain't right about it. That ain't right about it. There's different things. There's always things. There's always going to be somebody that's got something to say about it. Amen. And he knew he was called to do that and he was blessed to do that. There's going to be people that talks. Come on. There's going to be people that's going to murmur. They're going to, they're going to tell tales, pack tales. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. But if you're in the center of God's will and, and everything is going the way, that the perfect peace of God 
Can you imagine what that is? We probably don't get in those spots a whole lot in our life, but you can tell it when everything is just harmonized. It's just, it's perfect. Amen. It's right there where it's supposed to be. Of course, Jonah got a second chance, and boy, did he make up for it. Amen. And I seen what the Bible says. He said, says there was weeds that was wrapped around his head. This is when he got out of the whale, or the fish, or whatever you want to call it. Here he come. I, I, I can imagine what was in the whale of that fish. If it was big enough to swallow him up, it was something. What was in that? Amen. The stink. Come on. Wrapped up in seaweeds. Running, trying to get away from the presence of the Lord. Trying to do what Jonah wanted to do. And I would say there's probably some of us sitting in here tonight. I keep walking on the creaky spot. Let me get back here. There's probably some of us in here, and I'm not saying you're, you may be in the perfect will of God. But as a house, everything going. Is it always up and down? And up? And, and it's going to rain on the just as well. So don't tell me this, this because you're doing something don't mean everything's going to be fine. So I'm not trying to say that. I'm not a TV preacher. Amen. I understand. It's just going to happen. Amen. But I'm just saying tonight, there are going to be hard days. There are going to be good days. But the main thing in our life is to please him and do whatever we're doing, whether it's passing out brochures at the back, mowing the yard, going over and seeing the sick, going to the hospitals and nursing homes and jails, whatever. Do it the best of your ability. And you know what? God will let you know if it's something else that you need to be doing. Can I get an amen? But don't be, I, I've seen them a lot of times. Well, the, the, I used to go to jail said used to. I still believe that's one of my things. Now, if you can go for all the time now, thank you. Don't you? Most time. I went for seven or eight years and preached to them and smoked and blowing smoke on me and playing poker in front of me and everything. Well, I had other people and I'd try to get to go. Amen. Well, they wouldn't go, but they, but they talked. We need, we need to do this. We need, I said, well, we're going every week. Come on, the door's open. Why don't you come? Well, they wouldn't come with me. I don't know why I'm saying this. And that's fine. You don't have to come with me. I'm just somebody else trying to see somebody else saved. Amen. But a lot of people don't go unless they're the leader. Does that make sense? And I, I, I'm not the leader. I just want to be going. I, 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 you, you, Anybody with me, yeah, we'd, I'd get different. We'd have revivals and everything down there. We'd have different preachers. It don't have to be me, amen. You know, that's the way I am here. It don't have to be about me. Well, this guy started him up a group, and all of a sudden he went down there, and he lasted about one night. What happened to his leadership there? What happened to his calling there? That probably wasn't his thing. And it ain't everybody's thing. I've took Mamie and I've took, I've took these women down here. It ain't for everybody. It's, it's different. It's just a different atmosphere, a different thing. And you know what? There is people that is called to do that. Amen. And there's people that's going to be called helps in the Bible. Amen. If you'll just go over, there, there, you don't have to have a big name and lights to go work for the Lord, amen. You don't have to, you don't have to be on the cover of magazines and on, on billboards and all. It has nothing to do with that, amen. Nothing to do with that. 
tell you a story, and I'll hush. These two mission workers was coming home. Yeah, I'm not telling a TR joke either. These two mission, this is a true story, I reckon. They, two mission workers was coming home. They'd been in whatever country then, and they was coming back into the airport, but on the same plane they was on, they was some ball players on it. I mean, you know, professional ball players. And they'd done something or whatever they'd done, and they didn't know they was on there. These missionary workers didn't. Well, they pulled into the airport, and all this big crowd was out there waving, had these flags going on, and they was welcoming them back. They must have wanted a game or something. Or other. I don't know what it was. You know, there's hoopla, and, and then missionary workers said, man, look at all these people that's welcoming us back. This is amazing. Amen. Well, lo and behold, they got off the, the plane and walked down, and you know what? Those people was not there to welcome them back. They was there to welcome the ball players back. Can I get an amen on that? And that one looked at the other, and now they said, welcome home, come back home, or whatever it was. And that one looked over and said, brother, don't worry about it. I said, we ain't home yet. Amen. amen. That made a whole lot to me right there, didn't you? We ain't home yet. We may never play in the ball games. We may never make the Super Bowl or the World Series or anything like that. We may never be all this stuff. And you know what? We're in this not to be seen. We're in it to be heard. And you know what? I just, like I said, I just soon hide myself behind this pulpit and hear what I preach. And don't ever look at me, but look at him. Amen. Compare yourself to him. Amen. Abide in your calling tonight, children. If you want to be blessed, you want to have your family blessed, you want to have your church blessed, you abide where God has said, try it, try it, try it. I'm not telling you, if you think you're supposed to do that, go out and try it. And if he'll anoint you and use you in that, then there's a good chance that's what you're supposed to be doing. But if he's not anointing you and using you and helping you in that, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you might be in the same shape Jonah is, amen. You know what? There's, there's something there for you to do, but make sure that's what you're supposed to do. Can I get an amen on that? All right, let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you. didn't mean to hurt anybody tonight, Lord. But let's just know that we know what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. Let's stay right in the center of your will tonight, whether we be an apostle, a prophet, a teacher, a preacher, a singer, a help, a layman, a deacon, an elder, um, just a member. Let us be the best member we can be. Help our church. Send us souls for our labor tonight, God. And we will promise you, Lord, we will point them, sing them, preach them, do everything we can to the foot of the cross where they can find forgiveness, mercy, and grace that only comes from you. Help every one of us save our lives. Child